Do, do, do. Go, go, Power Rangers. Okay, so I'm fine. I guess everyone thinks it's Kim Possible, and I've never seen that show, so I don't know what that is. Uh, it's close. If you don't, if you skip it's the last close. two is, notes, is, is that like, what that do, is? Do, okay. do, do. So, shall I start the show? Yes, yeah, start the show. Great. <laughs> Ready? It's a thing. Oh, here. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, here we go. It was the night before Dickmas. I came here for two things. To, to suck some hard candy and suck some dicks. <laughs> the fuck? The fuck? The fuck is in the air? The fuck? There's white shit everywhere. The fuck? I must be fucking baked and this shit's probably fake. The fucking hell did I just take the fuck? Who's down here? <laughs> I know, it was weird. This is... Who the hell are you people? Quitters never give up. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! Go ahead. And, uh, from what I understand, quitters never give up. Fucking amazing. Quitters never never give up? Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah! Quitters never... Quitters never give up. That's it. Quitters never give up. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said, that's all they do. Fucking thing sucks. Hola, party people. It's Quitters Never Give Up, episode 91. Yay! 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 And we are live. We are live on YouTube for about 30 minutes, and now we're starting. So, yay! Yay! Yeah, we we did it right. that's, That's the best way we could. (laughs) <laughs> All right, shall we start off with the flashback that needs no introduction? Did you want to introduce us? Or? Oh, should I introduce us? Yes, and let me introduce us. potentially look at the camera uh, while you're doing this? Sorry. <laughs> we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I keep forgetting. I got so many things going on. Okay, so I got Lindsay. Say hi, Lindsay. Hi. I got Edwin. And me, we're all in the same room together, which is amazing because we've never been in the same room together. Well, we have, but we've never recorded live. And then coming to us via the internet is Jennifer Sunshine. Hi, Jen. Hey, party people. And then we got Drew. He's running everything. He ain't got time to say hi. He's in Toyland. (laughs) All right. The flashback that needs no introduction. I'm muted. I, I got my face in there. That's all that mattered. Exactly. Okay, this one needs no introduction. However, um, this was a request by from Christopher. Oh, <laughs> instant request. Awesome. Speaking of concerts, we saw you briefly Saturday night. You have a good time at the show? <laughs> yes, I had a pretty good time at the show. Fletcher shows up and I see him and I'm like, now it's a party. And he just says, yes, it is. Uh, it is. I mean, you know you know how it is. The, I, I, I got an agreement with the bartender back there. When I just walk up, I just hold up how many fingers I want in, in drinks. <laughs> and they're always doubles. And I just bypass the line. And he just sets more of the side. So it works out pretty good for me usually. For people who haven't seen you, uh, it must take a giant amount of alcohol to get a guy your size drunk. Uh, yeah, I think it takes a couple. Yeah. But Fletcher is willing to put in the time. That's what's great about him. He doesn't let that stand in the way right. of him getting 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 it right. He's dedicated. That's right. So the the first thing that we see is that you head down to the pit. And uh, AFI does a shout-out to you from the stage. I saw that. You were down there just enjoying the music. I mean, that's why you went down to the pit, right? 
yeah, you're, we're going to talk about that, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to talk about everything. Uh-oh. So then the security three out, right? Uh, they tried to. It, <laughs> it didn't work right. out too well for them. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to do our best to. We've we've Keep talked. You out of jail? No, 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 not at all. We've talked to a lot of people and we've come up with a lot of stories, but we're not sure what's true. So we just like you to just guide us in the right direction. Okay. Okay. So they tried to throw you out of the pit, but then you willingly leave because they couldn't have. Um, no, I didn't leave. Didn't I, leave? I, uh, I think the AFI broke into Kill Caustic, which was one of my favorite songs. It is one of my favorite songs. And uh, uh, we just started like a mosh pit with like five security guards in it. And they kind of, <laughs> they willingly left to the outside, outskirts of the pit for okay. the remainder of the show. Were the security trying to be in the mosh pit or were they trying to move you? Uh, they tried to remove me. Yeah. They, they said that uh, I needed to come with them, that they needed to have a talk with me because I forced my way down there because I didn't, have the, didn't have the proper credentials. Yeah, uh, right. If I'm a security guard and they say, you guys got to go get Fletcher out, I go, uh, no. <laughs> no. Well, he's bigger than any of them. Right. Yeah. So at some point you willingly leave the, or did you stay till the very end of the AFI? Said no, I, I got thirsty, so I had to head back to the bar. Excellent, yeah, because okay. it had been ten minutes, right? Okay, so then you head back to the bar, and then how did you end up outside, Fletcher? And you hatched your evil plan on how you're going to get back into Hollywood. Oh, I, I don't remember exactly. I mean, I was might have been a little inebriated at that point. I think, I think we got thrown out. Yeah, but I think security eventually threw us out of the okay. backstage room, and then okay. Uh, then we, I was kind of looking for a ride back to the Renaissance. Right, and a lot of people were staying at the Renaissance, and they had some trams going back and forth, but there wasn't one right when you were out there, but you saw a different tram. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think they have more like shuttles going back. Shuttles, the, uh, yes, that's the wrong the word, shuttle. Yeah. Well, tram I mean, is what you saw. Tram, yeah, I've been on the Universal Studios tour before, so I recognized the... Uh, oh, wait, wait, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, right. of course, right. yeah. All this is speculation, right. Right, yeah, I so, allegedly uh, recognized uh, a possibility to, to find my own way back to the hotel. So, so there's a tram, and it's got, like, the four cars behind it or whatever, holds, like, 300 people, and you think, <laughs> allegedly, maybe this will get me back to the hotel, allegedly. Um, yeah, it seemed to it seemed to run fine. Did it have keys in it? Allegedly? Wait, wait. Uh, yes. Allegedly. Of course. Yeah. All this is speculation. How about that? Okay. Isn't that crazy that yeah, they would leave them like that? I mean, they're, frankly, as far as I look at it, they're begging to steal So there's a tram and it's got like the four cars yeah, behind it or whatever. Okay, so you allegedly get in, you think, and start the tram. Maybe this Now you're going to drive it to the hotel and give it to the valet and say, take care of this? It seemed to ride fine. Did it have keys in it? your plan? Okay. At what point did you turn the wrong direction and just okay. end up on touring down by the psycho house? My partner, um, my passenger, our alleged passenger. No, uh, he, was the dr- he was the driver, Fletcher. Yeah, That's okay. what I heard. Yeah, the driver. <laughs> the driver. <laughs> Let's throw him under the tram. Someone sent, a, apparently someone sent a text that said, you turned the wrong way. Someone that was in the shuttle because uh, apparently we drove right past the uh, the shuttle in the uh, pickup spot at the Acoustic Christmas. And, oh, uh, I uh, see. My, let's see. My partner, I, um, I think my past someone knew they were turning the wrong way because they just wanted to take a quick tour of, of the back lot, you know. I gotcha. You know, like when you're when you're a kid, you know, you Did, want to have, relive the memories. Did that somebody who decided to take the tour of the Universal lot count on the fact that the tram would allegedly run out of gas? No, we didn't, didn't uh, count on that. They were prepared for that. Right. Um, it was. I, I believe what I heard it was about time to enter the the Jaws set. Um, you know where the shark jumps out of the water and, and, right. and tries to bite you. Right. And so I think that's about where the and that ran, ran out of gas. And then allegedly the crypt keeper showed up in a, in a, in a van. Uh, yes. Apparently there was a, a, an older gentleman. 
they someone told them that they were having uh, mechanical difficulties and we needed a ride to the to the uh, parking gate. You know, okay. figuring that's uh, a, the next step is to get off the property. Right. Um, and, yeah. So and then he, did someone allegedly realize that that's not where the crypt keeper was driving, so they pulled the emergency brake? Uh, oh, so I think it was a little bit different. I believe that we were. Uh, he said, yeah, it's cool. Like, he'll give us right up there. We were cruising along, and they were cruising along. And uh, so he said, take a left here. And he kept going straight. And he said, I got to stop by somewhere real quick. And we said, uh, no, you don't. No, we need to keep, we need to uh, head up this road. And he said, well, I got to make a quick stop. Uh, just bear, bear with me real quick. I said, uh, someone said, sir, you're going to have to stop the vehicle now. And he just stepped on the gas. Right. And, uh, and then it, then that's when things got a little bit different. Emergency brake or put uh, it in reverse or what? Yeah, so, I think it was reverse. Reverse, okay. Oh, and that's, oh, that wow. couldn't be good. And that's good on it. And then was this, was somebody allegedly hiding in the War of the Worlds exhibit? Yes. They uh, were? Okay. Well, <laughs> How long were they allegedly hiding there? Probably about a half an hour. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What a night. They might have been, they might have been hiding in the fuselage of the, uh, of, the, of the 747, which is actually pretty comfortable. And about, the only place, and about the only place where that guy could probably hide. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it was pouring down rain at that time for some reason, so it was actually a nice shelter, I heard. So when did the police show up? Um, well, allegedly, I was trying to make my way. Oh, yeah. What happened? Yeah. Okay. So this, yeah, this really happened. What at that point, I I, I had really just left K Rock and I had, uh, stumbled into the woods, drunk, and I, I had thrown up. Right. Right. That's that's what that's what really happened. Sure. Of course. And um, yeah. so that's when the security guard accosted me and started screaming for backup, saying he had uh, one of the suspects. And I was like, "What? What are you talking about? Suspect of what? Um, you were just throwing up. What do you know? About? Yeah, I was just I was lost. Right. In the back lot. And, right. Uh, that's when about five sheriffs showed up and uh, proceeded to get uh, get mad, extremely mad at me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they uh, had the taser out. Uh, Did one of them allegedly have the taser pointed at your balls? Yes, uh, he had it pointed at my private. Dude. Do you see where the red light is? And I said, <laughs> what? I said, yeah, I see it. He said, you know how bad that's going to hurt? I mean, he used a little profanity sure. with this. And I said, man, what? I don't understand. You know, what, what are you guys tripping on? And they were just like, uh, they weren't having it. They were really upset. But at the same time, uh, it was uh, they were pretty comical. The guy kind of reminded me of the dude in Harold and Kumar. <laughs> and, uh, but he really, he really wanted to tase me real bad. I mean, I was obviously a little bit bigger than they were. Sure. But they, yeah. They but, let me know that this isn't Hermosa Beach. They asked me where I was from, and this isn't Hermosa Beach PD. This is the yeah. sheriff's department, and, and uh, for anyone that's been to county jail, you know you don't mess with the sheriff. You don't mess with them, right? The real deal. I don't know. I don't know that I've ever, other than the hangover, I've never seen somebody actually target a body part with the no. taser. Yeah, he started, he started out on my heart. Usually, yeah. the, usually the tasers just anywhere is enough. Yeah, I mean, when he, when he, he was pointing at my at my balls, I was I just kind of started laughing. I couldn't help it, and he was like, he was hell bent on like blasting me. He said, I'm going to cook you. I'm going to cook you. And I was like, I was kind of thinking, uh, it might be kind of funny to get tased, but I, I have a feeling it's going to hurt pretty bad. Yeah. This is uh, this is the voice of Fletcher from Pennywise. We're recounting his uh, alleged night that happened Saturday after the Almost Acoustic Christmas Show. The the bottom line, though, is you ended up essentially talking your way out of it. You did not get arrested or taken away or anything like that, and all is forgiven, right? I guess. I hope so. And you have a lifetime pass for Universal now, which I thought thought that was very understanding of them. The the Crypt Keeper, they brought him back for, for an ID. Right. To positively identify me, and apparently, for some reason, uh, he decided that 
uh, he he well he didn't decide he he apparently I mean he never saw me as what uh, I was told. Really? How could so you he, miss he, you? Oh yeah. Um, well, I wasn't the one driving the tram. That's why when he got there, he was like, oh, no, that's not the guy that was in my van. Nice. Awesome. Isn't that nice? Wow, that that's happy? great for the Crypt Keeper. You know, Fletcher is responsible for about uh, 40% of the Bigfoot sightings in this country. A lot of people don't realize that. <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, for, for whatever reason, this guy didn't see it. So, seriously, if you wanted to go up to the movies at Universal City or something like that, would they uh, they have your, your picture up there on the wall? You're not allowed to get up there at all anymore? Um, that's what they told me. I mean, when they were... Uh, at one point, they asked me what I was doing, and I and I told them that I, I was playing in a band tonight, and which was you know a little bit of an exaggeration. And then I said I was supposed to play a song with the AFI, and they said you're a liar. And I said no, no. And then and I and then I eventually told them I was in uh, Pennywise, and they didn't believe that either. Right. And I guess they knew they knew the band, so they took me back up to K, up to Acoustic Christmas in the in the car, and they were telling me that uh, well after the guy ID'd me, this is kind of the scary part. They're like. He, they said that like, you're going downtown. And I'm like, for what? And they're like, you've been positively identified. You're going to jail for grand theft auto, attempted kidnapping, <gasps> attempted carjacking, what? assault. And I was like, Dude. whoa, that's kind of rough for a guy that just stumbled into the woods drunk to throw, to throw up. Throw up, right. That seems like a lot. <laughs> and so uh, they took me back and, and they they go, we're going to find out who you are. And the one guy, like, so I'm right, I'm literally right where the shuttle picks up. Right. Like, <laughs> where you back. were supposed to be when the, when you allegedly saw the tram. Right. Uh, I'm back in the back of the squad car and the other guy's in the front and the other guy gets out and the other guy in the front tells me you know if I google your name right now you're telling me it's going to come up I said yeah go ahead so I think he broke out his iPhone started googling and the other guy came back and goes hey man this dude's legit this is the guitar player for Pennywise I can't believe this <laughs> and uh, they all kind of then it got pretty funny and then it got yeah. and they're like we're letting you go and you're not getting arrested you're never allowed on universal property again you know uh, and by that they meant that night yeah, I mean, I think yeah. by next year all will be forgotten, right? right? Now, ladies are, and gentlemen, are there, a happy ending. Are there any parts of the story that we missed out that we, you think we need to know? I, I think I think we got it covered. Got it covered. All right. Yeah, I mean, well, actually, I asked him for for a ride to the Renaissance. They asked me where I was going. I said, drop me up at the Renaissance. The Sheriff's they, Department? Yeah, and they told me to kick kick rocks on that one. They weren't, they weren't into that. So they dropped me off at the taxi cab stand, and then, like, they told this cab driver, they said, get in that cab right there. And I got in, and the cab driver said, no, no, no. And he, he threw me out of his cab. And I was like, no, the Sheriff's told you to take me to the Renaissance. And he said, no, no. And Why did he throw you out? Because it's not far enough? I don't think he, like, the the fact that the guy just got out of a cop car that looked well, like yeah, like and the place. smell of vomit too. Yeah, so uh, yeah, and I might have, I might have been a little inebriated at that point. So okay, well, all right. Kevin was so right when he said, "Once you see Fletcher at a party, that's when you know it's going off." I that's saw him the twice. That's at the, the beginning, beginning of the night. Of the night I said the party's that's on. Right. He said, "Yeah," and then I saw him later, and I don't even think you remember this. And I said, "It's, it's on now, right?" And he goes, "Oh, it's getting close." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so can I chime in before we go any further into that story? So that man, Fletcher, grew up, or I grew up, six doors living down from him and the rest of Pennywise. In their backyard, they had a skate park that they let the local teens, me included, who sucked at skating, hang around at. And I can tell you because as someone who might have witnessed an event at Loveline, uh, that man knows how to party uh, that man is why I got to go ahead and tour with Warp Tour when I was wow. 18. So, yes, uh, that that's why I actually love K-Rock, and it's because of that band. It wasn't that K-Rock taught me about Pennywise. It was Pennywise taught me about K-Rock, 
And yeah, that, I'm not going to point out what city, but yeah, he, it's clearly not that one. <laughs> I just love how wow. calm he is describing all of these things that he is like basically putting his life in danger and or getting like tased multiple different times. And he's just kind of very even keeled about the whole thing. Yeah, he stopped a police. He stopped a police pursuit in Southern California with air support over. He actually took his car and stopped a potential hijacker that tried to steal his car and ended the chase. You can look this up. Um, that is a thing. He Fletcher is a very large gentleman and knows how to collect himself in situations like this because he probably could murder you. Wow. Well, plus yeah. he's so Sorry. calm. Right? You can just see him announcing World War Three. Well, yeah. I guess a bomb yep. dropped, you know. <laughs> Good example. Excellent example. <laughs> Where's my Mr. Bad example clip? <laughs> Mr. Bad, I have some breaking news from the chat of Narcolepsy Boy who says, this is Bob Back, F Bob Back. All right. He says he uh, fell asleep at Acoustic Christmas during Stained. He fell asleep at the Weenie Roast during the Chemical Brothers. This has nothing to do with Fletcher. Uh, fell asleep at Toe the Wet Sprocket and a bunch of Broadway shows. I'm starting to think I have a problem, he says. Um, Nicole suggests that Bob has narcolepsy. So just, you know, reading the fine submissions from uh, our- But he also said that he saw Fletcher's balls at the troupe. Yes, he did. <laughs> he said he saw the red laser pointer on Fletcher's ball. <laughs> Besides bringing you ancient drops on the show, we can diagnose you with your medical issues. Exactly. So Bob, you have narcolepsy. We just diagnosed it. Well, I don't know. Toad the wet sprocket. That's acceptable. Fall asleep there. I like Toad. That was one out of six places he listed. Uh, true. Like Weenie Rose. King of Mexico to go to a show. <clears throat> just be snoring all all day long. Do we have another clip, Jen? Uh, no, that one was plenty long. Okay. All right. Let's go over to messages. <laughs> That's a very bell. I didn't realize we need to <laughs> not aggressively attack the bell. We, we do. That's cool. My apologies. That was Edwin's neighbors. Yeah. You can be as hard Steve on the Stoneman. bell as you want. Steve Stoneman is in for Toad the Wetsbrook. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> All right. Let's do messages. Speaking of Bob. <laughs> Hey, Quitters, this is Bob Missaquah calling in to say, uh, listen to episode 89. All I can think about is, how big is Bean's brother's dick? I mean, come on. She waited three hours at the car for him. Right. Then, you know, that makes me think about Bean. Mmm. Daddy likey. So... We never really wanted to think about that. No, 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 no. We no. That that is a definite no for nope.com. Eddie, no likey. (laughs) Skip, skip. Skip. The next one is from Steve. Steve didn't call us this week. Uh, We wonder if he's okay, but we see him in the chat. Uh, But he did call in a cup of tea in the chat, so I stole that one and put it in our messages. Allie and Bean, this is Steve Stoneman calling in with a holiday message. Just been a fan long time, going back to Kevin and Bean on the radio, and then when this little miss jumped into the show named Allie McKay, who I saw on Channel 5, and all the hilarity that she would bring to the show, when you guys started up a podcast, which I was messaging Allie, please, please, please start a podcast with Bean. And lo and behold, 
it became gifted unto us. So just want to let you both know how you make my week better, my life better, how much I value all of the contributions you bring in the way of entertainment. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to both of you. And I don't know if I made the cut, but if I didn't, hopefully you'll get this message. Bye. I love how he still had the blinker going. So he was representing us in that message. Just car blinker going the whole time. That was awesome. Merry Christmas, Steve. Stone man. Oh, and F Bob back. All right. (laughs) All right. The last message is from Luke. Quitters. It's Luke from thegildedplaylist.com. Just heard your triumph of an appearance on the last Allie and Bean show of the year. And, uh, it led to an insane tangent, and I was worried that they weren't even going to play what y'all had sent in, and then Bean even had to do an edit to get it to work, and it was just the perfect quitters never give up tribute, end of the year. Boy, I, I, I loved it. You guys are the best. Talk to you guys soon. See ya. Glad my humiliation is so entertaining to the listeners. It's not humiliation. <laughs> Why do you? I don't understand. This it's is like the cool. Yeah. yeah, talent, the coolest thing in the world. I, I mean, I wish I sounded like someone like that. I mean, look at all the voices <laughs> Ralph does. Yeah, you're doing your own voices. See, you're graduating a level. <laughs> Should I do the podcast roundup since we started talking with Luke? Since yeah. Luke brought it up. Nailed it. Ow. You get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. It's the breakfast of champions. All right. uh, So they brought up, uh, they brought up uh, Bean bringing up. (laughs) Sorry, what? I got a charcuterie board on one side. I got computers to work on. Uh, so as Luke brought up, Bean talked about Edwin being peak on Cupertina chat. So let me play that. From Christopher from Quitters Never Give Up, who has the podcast about the thing, has sent us an email. I'm sending you this Christmas-themed minutia jingle. In putting this together, we have run into a bit of a mystery that we hope you can help us with. Mm-hmm. Edwin, one of the co-hosts on the show, Sounds so much like Peak the Rodeo Clown <gasps> that some of us are convinced that he was a character on the Kevin and Bean show. Edwin <laughs> denies it completely. I admit that he sounds exactly like Peak, but knowing Edwin, he would never stop telling us about it if he was him. Could you let us know yeah, if Edwin was Peak the Rodeo Clown? And if he's not, could you tell us a little bit about who Peak is? Okay. Peak uh, the Rodeo Clown was this guy. This Christmas. I've been a paraplegic now for more than 20 years. I mean, it's a real holiday favorite. It's yeah. quite uplifting. It's, but a bop it's great too. for the whole family. And uh-huh. it's a Bob. You're right about that. Do you remember that? Do you remember? I think it came in before your time, but you certainly would have heard it on the Kevin Bean show over the years, right? Allie? Of course. Okay. Yeah. And apparently it was a man that sent it in with no return address, no nothing, just said, hey, here's a song for you. And it turns out. I mean, there's a plot twist in that song. Are you going to play it? Play the whole no, thing? No, I'm not. I'm not <gasps> going to play the whole song. I'm not. No. Okay, they're going to play the whole song, <laughs> and I'm going to. I'm going to let the whole thing go. But the important thing to know is they 
I didn't think it was him because, of course, he wouldn't let he wouldn't stop talking about it. But they never they never tell you who Peak is. Peak is still a mystery. All right, let's keep going. What is the plot twist that he got injured in a rodeo? Right, he got thrown from a horse. That's how he became a paraplegic. Right. Well, what happens plot, to him at the end? The plot twist. No, the plot twist is how he got injured. You think it's from something, but it turns out to be something else. Oh. See, what that's why it? you should play it. Okay, hold on. Let me find it then. Okay. okay. You are absolutely right, by the way, that we have no information about the backstory on Peak. I think right. that my memory, and I should have checked this with the monkey, but my memory is we were doing a thing, and maybe we did it multiple years, where we invited listeners to send in their own Christmas songs. Mm -hmm. We're tired of hearing the same old songs on the radio at Christmas time. Let's create some new Christmas classics. Right. So, yeah, we were getting all these listeners, just like people send in Minutia jingles now. People were mm -hmm. sending in their Christmas songs, and this one just showed up with no return address, and we used to play it all the time, and we just fell in love with it. We just thought it was fantastic. Okay, I don't remember. I haven't, this heard, Christmas. I haven't heard the whole thing in a long time. Let the man sing. I, I will, sorry. I've been a paraplegic now for more than 20 years. But it's so good, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's definitely not Edwin. I know that. This is partly why I didn't want to play the whole thing. Okay, got it. No, uh, <laughs> it, does, it, it lets okay, it read. Okay, no, jingle. Here we go. <laughs> when I was... Skip. Was this a listener, though, or is this something that somebody sent in that they found? That's what I don't know. Honestly, I can't believe I'm, that this honestly, guy was real. I'm starting to think it's Edwin. <laughs> it's not Edwin. <laughs> I think it's Edwin. All right, so that was... No, no. Oh, wow. He's, he's getting low. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Remix. Remix. All right, you can blame Allie. Okay, so that was Peak the Rodeo Clown. Uh, Christopher, thank you for the okay. note. Oh, what? Yes. But real quick. Yeah. Doesn't it kind of sound like Edwin? No, it does. It, it and what a long con, right? <laughs> then 20, 20 years later, he's like, I'm, uh, I'm Peak the Rodeo Clown. Well, here's what Edwin sounds like today. Hall of Fame. I think that's the wrong button. I don't even get to tell. <laughs> I was going to say it sounds just noise. like Peter. It does. It sounds exactly yes. like him. Okay. Yes. Where, so where's... <laughs> to personal minutia for over 300 episodes trust me he does sound a lot like him but it's definitely it's not him okay all right this has been the peak the rodeo clown chuck oh are, my god are you ready for our final personal no minutia i want to hear that one <laughs> sorry we got to move on lady <laughs> i'm so glad we were just zooming in on edwin the entire time during that. <laughs> where's the rodney trout welcome to my nightmare <laughs> Do you guys see any harmonicas laying around there? I don't know. I, I didn't get a I didn't get a chance to look, but I do feel well, that it's after Christmas, after Ali made that said it's a long con, I do believe Edwin is is peak. I do believe this is going to be a long con for Edwin. I think at Edwin's funeral, he's going to reveal that he's peak for our twentieth anniversary of the podcast. I'll reveal if I oh am my or not. god, <laughs> it's a super. We are moment. not doing twenty years. No, we're doing twenty years. <laughs> Drew, why not? You signed on for twenty years. 
Uh, it's like Rick and Morty crap. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I let the whole clip play to show that Bean makes mistakes too, and he's Hall of Fame. And I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm doing. Definitely the same. So yeah. yeah, definitely the same. All right, let's go over to the Ralph report. Uh, Ralph did his last show high, and it went like this. <laughs> Hi, kids. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman. Do I do something <laughs> and there? And I'm... And sitting oh, across and from I'm me. just supposed to go. Okay, I thought maybe I thought maybe you <laughs> no, said something. You know, there. No, I don't say anything there. I say at this next <laughs> bit, I say something. I'm new to the how show. much weed did you smoke? <laughs> I'm beginning to think. Is it just hit you just now? I'm beginning to think too much. <laughs> I think maybe I smoke too much weed. <laughs> hey, the guy sitting across from me. You know him. You love him. You can't live without him. Oh, he's got so many names. Let me see if I can come up with them. You're not gonna be able to remember. Oh, sure, I will. Not in this state. Oh, yeah, I will. Uh... <laughs> It, like, disconnected your brain. (laughs) It's like it literally unplugged your brain. My fear was that I would just go to another place. Oh, you're there, And I'm there. You're there. How's it going over there where you are? It's going good. All right. It's going good. Let's just call him. Holy God. Holy God. (laughs) It's Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. I love that episode. That was a great episode. get high more often. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know all these challenges with him getting high. What's next? I knew it. That was my favorite show of the year. I have not laughed so hard at it just it going absolute bonkers. I mean, that's it's kind of what I expect from Ralph at his best. Like all the shows when Ralph was good on the day, on the the morning show were the ones where he had to improv, and that's all he did the entire time. And I'm like, no, this is what I want. I I mm-hmm. probably I I think twice I had to not go ahead and spit my coffee out my nose because I was sitting here going. <laughs> Okay, thank you. So, yeah, one of my favorite moments was the, when they started talking about Sacagawea. Sacagawea is the best word to say when you're stoned, by the way. I just found out. Sacagawea. 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 This is going to be the next 30 minutes of the show. <laughs> he he fell, fell in love with the word Sacagawea and just kept saying it over and over again. So funny. So, you know the film Fistful of Dollars? Me and my stoner friends back in high school, we used to go ahead and make random jokes while working at Blockbuster, rest in peace, about how we <laughs> wished that we had a fistful of Sacagaweas. And we had no reason why this was funny except for the fact that we were high. So he is 100% correct. Yeah, this is canon. I, I think we should all smoke out and say Sacagawea a bunch of times. I'm, I'm, in. I, I'm already, I'm not sure if anyone's watching the stream, but yeah, <laughs> trust me. Like, if you haven't noticed yet, play this back about maybe 60 seconds ago. You're, you're welcome. All right. <laughs> Let's go over to Janky Town and the Beer Mug Move Out update. Beer Mug. Yes. I am looking at you. Yes. We are sitting on your couch. Yes, if you can tell by the echo in my half-empty echo, 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 echo. echo, echo. Do, we, do we need to, like, talk into, like, the, the, pillows? the couch? Like, hey, man, how's it going? Ooh, oh, maybe. my God. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, maybe. All right, there we go. There you oh. go, Dave. Look at that. I'm not looking at you anymore. I'm looking at the back of your pillow. Acoustics, muffled. Yeah. Soundproof. Yeah, but we are in Chateau Mugmont yes, right now. Yes, we are. Is that what we called it? Yep. Chateau Mugmont. Ch- Chateau Mugmont. Yeah. How do you like it, Dave? It's a really cool place. I think once you get the TV set up and your pinball machine and, oh, yeah. and everything, it's going to be really cool. And I yeah. think you, we're going to have to do a- It's already uh, cool right now, though, right? Yeah, I, I dig it. Yeah, we definitely need a janky cribs. Oh yeah, we'll to do see, to cribs. see uh, 
Like we I have to knock on the door with the video yeah. camera. Yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. oh, come on in. Absolutely. <laughs> so success. Beer Mug has moved into his place. He's been there about two, three weeks. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Muggos, let's talk about the cornhole match. And let me play their version of what happened. We were challenged by the Quitters Never Give Up podcast. Yes. Which is a podcast that it's a group of four Kevin and Bean super fans. Right. And they go through and recap their favorite moments in throughout the show. So they they heard us talking about how I have a newfound love for Cornhole, uh, the game. And they challenged us. They said, hey, we are cornhole players and we challenge you janky town to a game of cornhole we graciously accepted and we actually met up and played cornhole against the quitters never give up podcast that's right shout out Lindsay, christopher edwin Yeah, and <laughs> and Jen, who doesn't live here in Jen, LA. Of course, I, she wasn't here. She, well, she doesn't live here. She lives up north. Oh, then okay. Yeah, and then Drew, who's in Michigan, I think. Oh, okay. So yeah, two, so I, there's well, a couple shout, more people. Shout out to all them for doing what they yes, do and, and keep keeping Kevin and being alive. And I realize that. Lightning keeping them alive. and myself have <laughs> been the only ones not on their podcast. <laughs> Lightning was on it. What are you talking oh. about? Yeah. Am I the only one? You're well, no, no, they haven't had any they haven't had Bean or Chip or you. But from Janky Town, I'm the only one. Well, it's only me and you, so it's yeah. <laughs> you were on it. Yes, I was on it. Yeah. Anyways. So Bearbuck got a lot of things wrong. <laughs> Like everything, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't all of us challenging Edwin because we all play cornhole. It was Edwin challenging them because Edwin plays cornhole. I never played cornhole a day in my life until the other day. And then, uh, yeah, he sounds really high. But uh, let's keep going. So we went to play them. Play them. <laughs> how do you think it went, Muggs? How, how do you think we performed against... Against uh, the quitters. Well, let's put it this way. We perform so well that we have, with a total of three episodes in each one of their episodes, Quitters Never Give Up podcast has to mention Janky Town a total of six times. Yes, we to did. To each episode. We That was the bet is... Whoever loses per game, you have to do two live reads of promo for the other podcast. So we destroyed them. I mean, there was one game that was kind of close. The third game. Yeah. But if if you you understand, if they had won the third game, that would have had to have gone into best of five. Yes. Yeah. We would have had to go to best of five. But we didn't. We did a clean sweep of three because of me. I was so damn good. Or we would no, it would have been best if I would because it was just no, we were two to one. Yeah, it would have been fine. But usually, when when you go three, it's best of five. We we clean swept though. Yeah, clean swept. How did how did we lose to them? 
What do you mean? How did you lose? To <laughs> oh no, that's the question I'm about to ask. Because okay. I mean, they they can't. I, it doesn't even sound like they do math. And it, there's a there's a lot of math in cornhole. It, is there because I'm okay? So first yes, of all, the way we play the, the way well the way we play cornholes. I show up with a case of half gallons of Canada House whiskey. And we play until we're passed. Oh yeah, I'm not. That's not even a joke. Um, but, but we play until we're passed out. So I don't know what math you're talking about. If you can throw a corn, you can corn a hole. Um, what did you boys do out there? I'm ashamed of you. Well, apparently there were rules. I mean, I was just told there was yeah. drinking whiskey, and that's it. I mean, that's the way you explained the game to me, Drew, who was my coach for cornhole. Um, yeah. Also, I I didn't get told about this whole thing until I was like. Here's how I heard out. I heard about it. Doctor Rachel goes, "Do you know about this cornhole thing?" And I go, "No." And that's about the rest of it. So um, that sounds like the team's going and playing outside the rounds. Like, um, mm-hmm. well, it was pretty last minute. Very hastily put yeah. together. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I could tell by how I heard about it. Well, here's the thing: I challenged uh, Dave months ago, and they played I the call. I'm like, well, maybe this is going to happen. And what was it, Sunday night, he finally got back to us? So we had to scramble and make it happen in a couple of days. Well, you know, it actually, I, that makes perfect sense from what I, from our, my interactions with Dave. So that, this sounds on par. Yeah, but okay. it was a blast, though. Thank you, Dave. I had a good time, even though I got humiliated. Well, a little bit going into it, Edwin had the idea a few months ago. But Edwin didn't do anything with it until, well, Edwin didn't do anything really with it except to make the call. Until I got there. Um, it's on brand. And then uh, Lindsay asked, are we really doing it? So then I reached out to them to ask if we were really doing it because we were going back and forth for, I think, two days, figuring out whether we needed a place to play first or whether we needed to what we needed first. And I, I my first thought was we need to get them to say yes. So then I messaged them. And then Monday before the Wednesday cornhole match, well, is when they finally gave us an answer that they will come out and play us. So, so this is why you asked me if I was coming out to SoCal anytime soon. Now, now this makes perfect sense in chronological order. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you were here. Obviously, you just said you're in Southern California hanging with I, I, No, I'm, I'm still here. I'm, my, my, my flight is leaving in 19 minutes. I, I'm literally <laughs> in the... I, I'm right now in the Lufthansa Lounge sipping on iced tea in from this beautiful green screen they have for uh, 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 influencers. That's the word, yes. Content creators. Content creators. That's thank you, Lindsay. This story needs a needs to be wrapped up. I think pretty soon if you're going to continue to play clips. I think. Oh wait. I think the only thing I have is Lindsay's call. But uh, we got this call from uh, Lindsay from the Quitters Never Get Up podcast. Um. Hi, my name is Lindsay, and I just um wanted to know what um we are going to be saying. I, I didn't alter the pitch. I just want to say I didn't alter the pitch. Or what are you getting at here? <laughs> anything on this call. Here we go. On our podcast, because I think I just witnessed the slaughter of the Quitters Never Give Up podcast versus the Town podcast in Cornhole. So I would just like to know what my new job is, like maybe what, you know, we're going to have to promote. Um, and I love you guys, and I cannot wait to see you again. Okay, bye. That was nice of her to call in. That was great, Lindsay. Thank you. And, uh, uh, we'll let you know. Story. We'll let you know. I have some. I have uh, a couple ideas brewing right now. 
um, that Dave and I will discuss uh, off uh, when we're done with this right now. And uh, you'll you should be getting an answer of what you need to be doing uh, probably with I'd say in the next couple of days. It's gonna be it'll be great. It'll be fun. But uh, thanks to the quitters yes. for setting that up. And uh, that was great. And it was fun. <coughs> we went to the Golden Road Brewery. Yeah, I've never been there my whole life. I mean, it's fairly newish. I don't think it's always been there. You know what sucked though? What? They only had beer. I'm Not fine true. with that. And. Uh, you don't drink beer, though. No. Unless you're at a Dodger game, right? No, not even at a Dodger game. You don't ever drink beer ever? No, not really. Loser. Well, they, they did. They did, they have, did have more than beer. I. But they, I, they had wine. They had wine and mimosas. I think so. I think he was looking for, like, vodka. Yeah. A full bar. Well, mm-hmm. next time. Well, next I look time. forward to what they send over for us to put on the show. Yeah. And I mean, really, at the end, we usually cover Jakey Town every week anyway, and at least get a couple of mentions. So, oh, this is going to be uh, like a full on promotion, I think. This is going to be not just what oh, happened oh. on Jakey Town, but this episode. We, <laughs> we are going to say, like, it, if, if we had to speak about them six times per episode, I mean, we said Jakey Town six mm-hmm. times before we got to here, but if it's more than that. No, uh, this is like a. How about you go on to Patreon right now and subscribe to the Jakey Town podcast for as little as oh. $2 a month? Oh, oh no, I, I, I got you. I got you. Here. What, you want to do it live? But we're yeah, doing we're a live. Hi, I'm Drew. You might know me from a podcast known as Quitters Never Give Up. And did you know that you can subscribe on Patreon to one of the most jankiest podcasts around? It's Janky Town. It features this one guy named Beer Mug and another dude named Dave, the King of Mexico. He's not actual royalty. And if you don't like our show, you can also not like theirs even more. And we're paid to say this, so I don't really have to say anything more than I endorse Janky Town. Perfect. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Nicely done. Does, yeah, does that count? Run it back. I yeah. don't. Run, I don't know if it counts, it. but just, just loop it. Like we, hey, they killed like us. Times. We have to do whatever they say. <laughs> yeah, it. it was not the quitters never give up podcast crowning jewel of performances. I would say. <laughs> I, I feel I was duped because Dave played a little bit more than what he said. I mean, I thought it was going to be two white guys who knew how to play and two Mexicans who'd never played. And so I showed up prepared for that. Yep. You know, this is this is why California yeah, stayed. Really okay. Dave was doing like ballerina twirls and like following through, and then I don't know if you have the whole thing, but he was talking about how he played lefty to, to yeah. give you two a chance. Well, he. I think the most uh, humiliating part was when he brought in his own announcer to do play by play. Here, I have that. Oh, please. He just got half of the stadium pregnant with that look. Looking like he just left a Nicaraguan prison looking to pound all the puss. Que va a ser el wey? Que va a ser el vato? No digas que he's going to ride a bull. Oh, wait, parate, wey. Parate, hold on to the bull, wey. Le vale verga, wey. This is con el pinche cigarro todavía en la pinche boca, wey. Le vale verga todos los... Get out of there. Rodeo clouds, you know what? He's just like, give it, give it all to me, give it all to me, boy. Oh no, he's still holding on. Well, oh, no, he. Oh, I thought he was done for. This is the greatest athletic achievement I have seen in my life, bro. Oh, this is better than Kobe's 81-point game. Then who saw you same boat, 100-meter dash, man? This is breaking all sorts of physics. 
That was accurate. Uh, I also like that he threw in the peak the rodeo clown reference in there. He knows Edwin. Oh, oh, you got that too. I, I was loved like, that. Right, rodeo. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. <laughs> well, this is the podcast roundup. So now we do the. Uh, what did we do? The week that was. <laughs> what What do we do? I say. Oh, okay, we're gonna try to do the flashback that needs no. What? <laughs> What just was. happened? Wait, hold on. I think I, have, I, think I brought a bug in or something. <laughs> okay, we're going to try to do the week that was. Oh, I don't have a theme Are for we? you. Yeah, you do. Oh, my gosh. Oh. 2011. Where's the week that was theme? You didn't it's load it. Oh, here it is. Here we go. I'm going to go back in time. Press the button, my friend. Send me back Jesus. into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> One, two, three. Yeah. It's a new day. We can have the day. Our so what happened was, it's weird how this came up, because they just started talking about Peak in 2011. Uh, this was December 18 to 21, 2011. They played the Peak game. Ralph was so good at this. Uh, they were doing for one of the concerts. Uh, Lindsay, this is going to be you. Play it, see if you can identify this song. The Peak Somebody's hiding is crowding my icebox. Someone's cold one's giving me the chills. Don't I get like the artist? I have. If you do anything, you can get it. I have no idea. Okay, let's Weezer say it ain't so. Okay, I'll, really? Let's make it easy. <laughs> uh, like, uh, is it? Okay. So, so this is Ralph doing an impression of Peak. Exactly. And we have to guess the song based off of. Okay, I'm going to make it easy. Okay. These okay. Yeah. Be- sorry, we need instructions because even Ralph didn't make that clear. Okay, this will be easy. These are Cure songs. They did a Cure contest. Oh, this is going to be you, Christopher. Remembering you standing quiet in the rain as I ran to your heart to be near. And we kissed as the sky fell in, holding you close how I always hold you close in your fear. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is, is that disintegration? No, it's pictures of you. Uh, okay. Uh, let me see. Drew, why don't you do this one? Drew, right, this is you. Go. Show me how you do that trick, the one Just that like makes Kevin. me what? Okay. Your arms Pete. around my neck. He got it. You're, you're, he, he got it. You're. Yeah, Drew got it. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, no, he heard the man. Uh, show me how you do Wait. that trick, the one that makes me scream, she said. <laughs> You're doing oh, the last God. That was just show like me, show me, show me how you do that. Yeah, trick. yeah. The one that makes me scream, she said. The one that makes me love, she said. And threw her, threw her arms, arms around, around my, my neck. We're not interrupting. Okay. No. Jen, you're up. We're so wonderfully, 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 wonderfully pretty. You know that I'd do anything for you. 
I don't think I do. Anyone want to steal? I mean, I remember I the cure, but knows. no, I don't know. Yeah. Can we just get an album from you, Edwin, yeah. of you doing all these okay, songs? That's Love Cats. <laughs> Love Cats by the Cure. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I saw the show me, show me, show me stuck on my head. I only tried to pick ones we might know. Let's go on to the next. Um... Scarlett! Wow! That's the beautiful Scarlett Johansson getting stood up last night by a man who paid $7,000 for a date with her. Awesome. Who is this sad, pathetic human? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you don't ever want those words said on national television. Who is this sad, pathetic human? And then they say your name and your face is up on the Love screen. Love it. <laughs> yeah, we broke that down on the last show where Bean bid $7,000 to go on a red carpet with ScarJo. And he never went. So even TMC got on the action the next week. So that's <laughs> kind of embarrassing like Bean said. You know what's sad about that was the Afro Everything. line got flooded mm-hmm. at that time about being not going on with me begging, begging to let me take his place. Uh, if they have recordings of that, they probably got like 200 calls. Uh, not kidding. He did say that he can't transfer the tickets. So that's uh, he did call. say. But I that, that was the thing. In one of the calls, I said, I can just pretend I'm being no one has to know like it's. Right. They probably weren't checking nope. ID. You could have just said no. I mean, being... he's a, he's a radio he's a radio personality. No one knows what he really looks like. Like, who's to say I'm not being Baxter? A missed opportunity. Being, being Baxter, born in London, flew to America. Dad was in the army. Can I get a a little bit more of an impression from you? It's just going to turn to Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next up, this shocked me because what do we know about being? He loves Christmas. Uh, just play the clip. Before we get to that, let me explain a little something about Bean. Bean is uh, unique, crazy, weird, and uh, loves, loves, loves Christmas. Leaves his Christmas lights up all year. Leaves his tree up all year. He does. He uh, owns every Christmas song that has ever been put out. Mm-hmm. Carries them with him, by not, the way. Not kidding about that. He has them on his iPod, yeah. How and, many Christmas songs in your iPod, Bean? Well, I mean, uh, a fraction, a small fraction of How the many? collection. I, I understand put, that. About my top, uh, probably my top 600, I carry with me. 600? In 600. case I'm ever in the mood. The right, top yeah. 600 are on your iPod. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, and uh, he also did... My favorite movie of all time is It's a Wonderful Life. Sure, yeah. Well, it's a big Christmas movie. It's right. a famous yeah. Christmas movie. It's my favorite movie of you, all time. You love Christmas? You love Christmas movies. I can see that. He also he also had a blog for a while, which was a new Christmas song every day. Right. Yeah. Christmas music every day. Yeah. 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 That one, yeah. yeah. Christmas so, loves the Christmas. He loves everything about he's like it. A Santa. He's like Santa. Exactly. He lives Christmas 24 Hours a day, 365. And he has collected pretty much everything having to do with Christmas. Loves Christmas. So why did he tell us over the weekend at the Acoustic Christmas? Why did he say the words, I've never seen a Christmas story? Hey, 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 I've never seen a Christmas story. <laughs> now, well, I, we don't care if you have or haven't seen a Christmas story. No. I well, do. But I know, but I'm, not, I'm just <laughs> saying for regular people. No, I do for regular okay, people, do. too. Yeah, it's I one, of the, great, it's one of the great movies, let alone great Christmas movies. I agree. But having said that, I don't care about that. There's one person who should have seen that movie. That's true. Uh, more than anyone else. Yes. And that's Bean. Yes. We were sitting on the uh, the stage out in front of the mm-hmm. Gibson Amphitheater where we were broadcasting from and doing our interviews. And they had, I guess yeah, it's a classic prop yeah. from the movie, Ralph. They had, uh, it's a, a leg lamp, right? A lamp yes. that has a leg with a stocking on it. Right. That is the that major he, award that the father, played by uh, Darren McGavin, uh, wins in the, in the, in the film. And uh, that's what that's how we got on the topic of the film, A Christmas Story. And by the way, I wasn't the only one who hadn't seen it. I mean, no, 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 no,
No, we don't care about other people not having seen it. Uh, I can I can imagine there are a lot of people who haven't seen it and don't care. But you, you being yeah. you, must have seen it, and you. we're not buying for a second that you didn't. Dr. Garland von Christmas, you. Correct. You must well, see it. I would and like, it's I, unacceptable and inexcusable and bizarre that you haven't. So the amazing thing about that is he loves Christmas, and the guy who wrote that story and narrated the movie was Gene Shepard, and he was a huge radio guy in the old days, so you know Bean loves radio, and yet he never saw a Christmas story. So. And now, breaking news, Bean. <laughs> so I emailed Bean. I said, I just heard that you never saw a Christmas story. Did you ever watch it? And he emailed back, it's fine. So I'm furious about that. That's from a Christmas story for those of you that don't know. <laughs> well, I, I mean, dry out. My wife has never seen that movie. I I, I watched it a lot. Again. What happened? Play it again. Play what again? <laughs> this. That's a very clear clip, Edwin. Tell what's going on, Richard. <laughs> the whole time. Crystal clear. Well, so you know, I've spoken before about how I've seen lots of movies, but not many of them all the way through. A Christmas Story is one I've probably seen maybe ten minutes of combined. I've never seen the whole thing. I have no clue. I only know it through memes and explanations. So. Can you kick him off. <laughs> I definitely cannot kick him off. I don't think I've seen oh, yeah. it either. I not fully. Yeah, that's it's on at Christmas time. You're at Nana's house. It's on for like you know. In the background, you see a bit of it. It's that's it. Okay. Yeah. So maybe beans in the majority here. Well, I mean, it's it's a it's an okay Christmas. It's a lot of little vignettes. It's not really a full cohesive movie because it's a lot yeah. of short stories from the guy who, who wrote it. But it's fine. Die Hard is a better Christmas movie, but no. it's fine. Facts. No. Yeah. Let's move on before I get really bad. <laughs> Uh, it's your home. You can kick them out. That's true. <laughs> they did. This was the time of year when they would do the top this, top that. Uh, they did the top internet roundups. None of them were like that memorable. The number uh, one best video of the year as far as we're concerned is the crazy, nasty-ass honey badger. Oh, the honey badger. Remember the honey badger? You see you see the honey badger, but the guy doing the voiceover is just priceless. The honey badger is really pretty badass. They have no regard for any other animal whatsoever. Look, and it's just grunting and, ew, eating snakes. Ew, what's that, a mouse? Oh, that's nasty. Oh, they're so nasty. <laughs> and the whole thing is just him narrating what's going on on this uh, this video that they got from National Geographic or someplace. <laughs> yeah, I went back and looked up the original video. Very funny, but there was nothing like we did uh, 2010 and they had like Victor Fuentes, which they used forever and ever. So nothing big, so I didn't bring anything more than that. Let's go to the top moments with. Uh, what I did is I cut it down to the, my four favorites. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. It wrong is wrong. That's, when, good, when good men fail to stand up, man, yes. triumphs or whatever that is. <laughs> hey, Omar, shut up. <laughs> no, no, I think you nailed that quote. I did. I got it right. <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. Yeah, that was a great one. They used that one for a long time afterwards. Okay, do the next one up. We had Duff McKagan on the phone. <laughs> oh, from Guns N' Roses. I love this one so much. This is number four, and I might have been unclear with my question. <laughs> and now, 
It's time for a moment with Kevin. It seems, it seems it? like it would be a natural reaction because other people have treated you like your life, like oh, you're lovely. incredibly, you know, um, great and your life is great <laughs> and you must have. And they they all treat you differently than they do normal people. How do you keep your head about you? <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. Get up, bro. Even after Omar said that, and Kevin was like, I didn't have anything in the Duff interview. What are you guys talking about? I was fine oh, in the Duff interview. Man. How is that only number, number three. four? Three or whatever. Three. God, that was incredible. And as I listened to the show, they, as you hear, they got the numbers wrong there. They're like, oh, are you trying to get one in for next year already? Uh, next up. And now, a moment with Ralph. Changed everything. Decided to... Save money on uh, playing payers or playing pay, playing paying paying players. <laughs> wow! And uh, enjoying. Just call for the ticket. <laughs> that was a moment. I didn't do anything. What? Usually long for Ralph. Yeah. He usually gets it back together. That sounded quickly. like a rough morning for me. And by the way, what on. about Lisa piping up over there trying to throw a life? Uh, I know. Yeah. She's nice. nice. Oh, She's nice. You people are mean. Why She's is it nice. not painful to watch what I'm doing? <laughs> That's I don't know. funny. Yeah, that was Ralph. Ralph didn't often get a moment with. He was usually pretty strong. It sounded like his high show. I think. <laughs> I'm trying to remember back either. His kid was up late, or he went to a premiere. So yeah, and he was struggling that whole show. And so that one, hanging with it Kevin was Smith, really good. could be yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do this one. Is the classic? They played it for years and years. The next one, we have the number one moment with for 2011. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Lick her bare neck than I would her boobs with a sweater over them. Might have said that to Tulsa. That was a moment. What was happening there? Yeah, that was appropriate. I don't know. I don't know because those words don't make it. I and mean, toss up, I get, but they're not words. What's mata also? What was I trying to say? Oh. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Lick her bare neck than I would her boobs with a sweater over them. Mata said that's a toss up. That was well done. Ladies and gentlemen, the once and future champion. Yeah, so that was the number one uh, moment with. I almost had a moment with her. <laughs> almost. Now, we kind of covered the top 10 drops of 2011, so maybe we'll make that a bonus track or something. But we're running late, so I'm going to call that one. And back to you, Steve. All right. Actually, I'm right here. Uh, all right, so I want to <laughs> thank everyone for listening, and let's especially thank the, uh, the Twitter <laughs> fans. What are our fans called? The quitters. Quitters, fans. They're quitters. They, quitters, they, fans, quitters, right? Quitter, no, they're just quitters. They never give up. Exactly. Okay. Well, whatever. We're, anyway, we want to thank all the all the quitters that joined us on the live YouTube and our live very first live recording. And uh, thanks for listening. Happy holidays. And until next time. Thank you, Hell producer yeah. Drew. Oh, shout out to Tam, my old friend that I grew You're up welcome. with. I think she's watching. <laughs> oh, there's geometric bananas. Geometric bananas is here. Yay. Um, yeah. Thank you very much, Drew, who made this possible. Thank you, Drew. Within Yay! about 24 hours of just having yeah, a last-minute idea. So this is 24 amazing. hours in three minutes. 
To the nose. We know this. <laughs> Next time we'll give you 24 hours and four minutes. Yes. I appreciate it. Dear Santa, what's up, fool? Where you from, Missy? I'm just playing. I know you're from Northside. I'm willing to let that slide, fool. But what I'm not willing to let slide, fool, is the disrespect, they say. I got some of your gifts, fool. What are you trying to say? That I'm not down or what? You got me some ankle socks, fool. I can't walk around in these, I say. What if I get a sock check, fool? You ever thought about that? Kev Dog has always had one to 